Yes, you will. I will. I, I will survive. And as I do that, I'll welcome everyone to the Movie Dummies Podcast. <laughs> I'm Joe. I'm Adam. And uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, for joining us when we talk about this week's movie, which is a dandy. Is it not, Adam? Oh, man. Uh, you just got to hang on. You'll find out. <laughs> do you have to cliff hang on? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, I can't think of a Stallone pun. Uh, Rocky. Oh, so this week we're going to be talking Cliffhanger <laughs> from, what's this, 1993? 1993. What yes, a year. It is. Oh, it was a, good was a busy man back then. Tell you what, uh, yeah, uh, he's, he's pretty busy a lot. Oh, he was kind of slow in the early 2000s. Well, I watched a documentary behind the scenes on Cliffhanger, and he's in his Judge Dredd outfit talking about he's got to go film Demolition Man. So if that tells you how busy he was in that period of time. <laughs> it just goes to show you when people capitalize on an actor, they'll oh, capitalize yeah. on an actor. They sure will. And I am the law. So. I am the law. <laughs> Before we get into the law of gravity, which is going to play a big part in Cliffhanger. Gravity's not a thing. Oh. Is the world flat too, Kyrie Irving? Or sorry, dude. No. Anyway, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, we never went to the moon. Oh, now that one. That one will get you punched in the face. Just ask that <laughs> reporter. <laughs> uh, for anybody out there, I'm totally teasing. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. At all. Yeah, I can't really get into conspiracy because theories. It's real. The what? government couldn't make an Obamacare website. I don't think they could cover up the moon landing. <laughs> Touche, zing. <laughs> zing! So, before Cliffhanger, as always... You like Adam, the moon, you can keep your moon. Sorry. I do like what? the moon. It's a full mooner. All right. What'd you say? Uh, what'd you watch this week, bud? All right. So, I got a couple uh, Got a couple in the pipe there. Uh, I started the Santa, Santa Clarita diet. Uh-huh. The Santa Clarita diet. With Oliphant on- and Barrymore? Yeah, and I didn't know that was Oliphant when you told me about it. And then mm. I was like, I'll try. I was like, oh, my gosh, because I'm an Oliphant fan. So uh, You like yeah. those perfect teeth, don't you? I don't know if that's what it is, but, man, he's really good. Um, so <laughs> He's funny. Um, he is really funny, and his mannerisms. Um, he's a, he is borderline, like, um, we always called him, what do you call it, a character actor versus sure. a, he's borderline in there, dude, like, he can tread that like he keeps himself in a role, but also can also take on a role. Sure. Um, he's right there. And I like that. Anyways, um, and I like Barrymore. You know, I think she's quippy and fun. I think she's hilarious. And a lot of times, uh, a lot of, in a lot of times, I the, the neighbor boy is pretty hilarious, too, in that show. The neighbor boy is the best. Wasn't he in uh, <laughs> was he in Lampoon's Vacation? No, no. Uh, He's uh, you know, thirty years too young to be in National Lampoon's Vacation. The new one, the new oh, one. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, he was in that. Yeah, that he's one of the funniest scenes around a hot tub in that movie oh, yeah. with that kid. I think. Oh my gosh, we won't get into it right now. Just give your so, dad yeah, a little rim job. <laughs> the I'll guy behind the guy behind him just walks, yep. away. turns around. 
Oh my god, he's just so funny. Uh-huh. Anyways, so um, yeah, that uh, it's fun. I like it. Um, it's got me hooked. So we'll see if it keeps on. But it's only in season one right now. So yeah, and it's set up for a season two. So hopefully they do it. All right, so I don't know what's going on with it right now. I'm not going to tell you far in because you might actually get any spoilers. So No, just keep watching that? and enjoy. So me and the son yesterday, uh, the day before yesterday, Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday, um, started watching the television show Edge of Tomorrow um, with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. The television show? The movie oh, on TV. Like, I'm happened? sorry. The movie was on TV. <laughs> And gotcha. so we recorded it, and he's like, he's like fascinated with it right now because it's got the cool little alien things. Um, I don't have the heart to tell him that it kind of falls apart um, a little bit once it kind of gets into the show. But uh, he's like, "Dad, we record it." I'm like, "Yeah, I'll record it. We'll watch it later." So, um, but to him, so far it's good. <laughs> I love so, that movie. I think it's. I I enjoyed it. Um, I think there's some things that fall apart in it, um, but. Uh, I, it's one I would own, so it's not bad. Um, it's not as, it's not what I thought it was going to be, but it's not as disappointing as it could have been. So, oh man, um, I think we are on a different page with that movie. (laughs) Oh, well, I told you it's the one out of 10 there. So, all right. I love that that movie, man. Right. And then, uh, what else did we watch this week, man? Um, I think that's all I've really had time for other than our movie that we watched. So cool. Yeah. Very good. As ice. Huh? Huh? You were as cold as ice? It's cool as ice. Oh, okay. So I Yeah, what'd you what'd you venture into, my friend? I burned through three different movies this week, along with a couple different T V shows, but you know, just normal T V shows, Lethal Weapon, Legion, stuff like that. Um, but last Friday, me and the old wife went out on a date and saw Logan. Nice. And? Uh, nine out of ten. Wow. I'm excited. Tell you what, when they came out with the first trailer of that, I was like, gay. <laughs> I was like, well, I was so mad. Me too. I was so upset. I was like, here's another version. It's going to be a watered down. It's going to be a sissified version of Wolverine. Oh. Then they came out with another trailer because it's like to me a teaser should t- show you what's coming and what you wanting more. And the trailer, the teaser they came out with was just like, "What the heck is this?" You know, maybe nah. that's what they were going for to kind of redo it a little bit. But then you told me, you texted me, what did you say in your text? I don't remember. Anyways, you're like, uh, "We finally get the Wolverine we've wanted for oh, for after I saw the movie, right. yeah." Yeah, it's, and it's finally like, comic book Wolverines on screen. Finally, nice. So I'm super geeked, and I wasn't gonna watch it. Like after the like eh, when trailer one and two came out, I was like, ah, eh, my interest has peaked. But now since you told me that, I'm like, man, I told one of the guys at work, I'm like, hey, you want to go see Logan? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, uh, it definitely this movie goes beyond the genre. It goes beyond superhero. It goes beyond anything that the X Men movies have ever done. Um. It subverts the genre in the same way that Deadpool did. I mean, not the same way, but in similarly what to what mean. Deadpool did. Right. Deadpool subverted the genre by absolutely doing what you wanted. They recasted with the, character. the mold. Yeah, they recasted the mold for right. superhero movies. And yeah. this movie 
is just an effective drama, and it puts mutants in a much more vulnerable, real-world setting than you have ever seen them. Because you have never, ever once considered, well, what would happen if Professor X gets old and has some sort of debilitating disease? You've never thought of that in your life. But of course it's a real question. Of course, what happens to Magneto if he gets, like, Parkinson's and his hands are shaking all the time and he's, like, tearing apart the world? You know, these are real-world real, real world issues because at, the, at the, the core of their DNA, they're still human. They can still be susceptible to human diseases. Which brings the question, did they truly evolve? Don't well, there's, those evolve. questions do get answered and that... Um, you find out why there's no mutants. It's a it's a very light subplot, but you do find wow, out why there's... Spoiler alerts. I'm not going to tell you why. Um, yeah. But you see the ramifications of what the Silver Samurai did to Wolverine in The Wolverine. You see that he didn't steal his power. He replaced it with something else. So... He gave him a gift. Not I, a gift. <laughs> I gave you a gift, Logan, son. Yeah. yeah. A racist accent. So, I would, uh... Yeah, go see it. Just go see Logan. Stop talking about it's, it. It's fried rice. <laughs> it's fly lice, you plick. Um, and then the other day at home, in the middle of the night, I was up, shoulder was hurting, so I watched a horror movie double feature. Oh, we gotta love those horror movies. Um, What'd you watch? Well, one's not technically a horror movie, but... Uh, the first one I watched was called Door to the Other Side. Very creepy. It is a little indie movie. Um, you can't even find a trailer for it on IMDb. But it's uh, it's an indie movie. Probably costs less than two million bucks to make or so. I'm guessing. Wow. Very well done. It Trump change. It builds a tiny Go. little world that you know it kind of is scary and it has these weird ramifications. And if you suffer from sleep apnea, don't watch it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Why? Well, you'll see. Watch it and find out, I guess. But don't if you have sleep apnea. That's all I'm saying. Where is it on Netflix or what? Where, where, it is for On Demand and End. On Demand and End? Yep, for if you what? want to watch it. On Demand. From who? On Demand, dude. Like, anywhere. Voodoo, who... Uh... Oh, okay. So you got to rent it. Yes. Let's rent it. Gotcha. And the other one I watched is a little teeny bopper um, screen flick called Don't Hang Up. It is not necessarily a horror movie. It kind of rides that line between horror and thriller. But at the end of the day, I think it's a thriller. Um, it's it's pretty well done. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Cool. So, right. yeah. Well, good. And I totally forgot. One of my watchings, I did watch Legion, too. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. Not Legion 2, Legion also. <laughs> they made a sequel already? Paul Bettany's still in shape? <laughs> Shut your face. So, that was the appetizer. On to the main course. Mm. Cliffhanger. Sylvester Stallone. Michael Rooker. <laughs> Mustache Man Who Screams a Lot. And John Lithgow. Starring, <laughs> I don't know. Who wants a mustache ride? Who <laughs> <laughs> I do? Um... This movie is gorgeous. This movie has really good, like, nature scenes. Well, because they dropped them off in the middle of a mountain for realsies and said, <laughs> okay, here's your camera. And it got so cold there that, like, their film froze and would break while they were filming. 
That's crazy. They yep. should have just done it digitally. Yeah. <laughs> Dummies. In 93? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, man. So anyways, it begins with these beautiful scenery of the Italian Alps. It is not really filmed in the Rockies. Um, I think there was a couple scenes filmed in Colorado, but um, none of the mountain stuff was done there. Um, You get some beautiful scenery, Ripped Stallone, and uh, then all of a sudden something I forgot popped on screen. Directed by Rennie Harlan. I was like, oh, that's why this movie's not received better. Why? Educate me. Oh, he's notorious for doing bad movies, starting with Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Die Harder, die again. (laughs) You thought he was dead? Well, he's really dead. Die Hard 3, the zombies. What? Huh? That was with a vengeance, wasn't it? Am I missing something? Hey, whatever. If Sam Jackson was a zombie that whole time, that would have made that movie even better. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah so he is a he's a balls of the wall type of director though he's like I would just call him mini Michael Bay mini Michael Bay hmm. yeah he does movies but they're not quite as successful okay alright Um, he most and- notor- he's probably most notorious I think he directed Cutthroat Island one of the biggest uh, uh, biggest flops of all time of all time yeah and he did Deep Blue Sea, stuff like that. Oh, okay. Deep Blue Sea. Yeah. <laughs> it's got one of the funniest scenes in it. Um, but he did some good stuff. He did um, The Long Kiss Goodnight, which is a good movie. Yes, it was. So, it's not all bad. Oh, he was Driven. Driven was kind of neat, if you like that kind of stuff. I don't, so. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, bad movies? <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, that it just let me know what I was in for because I, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and uh, here we are watching it again. And I gotta tell you, just to skip to the end, I like this movie. I think it's fun. Oh yeah, well when this movie came out, I remember uh, buying it at VHS at Sam's Club back in the day, yo. Oh wow, it was a Kmart. I, I probably forget. got it from Columbia House. Yeah, got my ten free movies and then canceled and then got ten more. Nice. Yep. So the movie starts off. We got Rocky and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Um, they got to save Michael Rooker and, <laughs> and his girlfriend. And there's some pretty funny stuff about uh, <laughs> Michael Rooker hurt his knee. And Stallone's right. like, oh, your knee's still hurting you? Yeah, I was there when you slipped and when you're getting out of the hot tub. And the right. chick's like, oh, I thought you did that in Nam. All right, so, you know, we can do that, but uh, we have to cut open the very first scene. The first scene is, like, this iconic helicopter going through the Alps, which we figure are the Rockies, right? Sure. And so all of a sudden, of course, the helicopter comes up in great fashion, and you didn't expect this the first time you saw it. I mean, you've expected somebody climbing a mountain, but not hanging off of a sheer, I don't know, what would you call that, dude? Yeah, and they're there. They're plopped in the middle of nowhere. Right. Well, not those. Well, I mean, those people are in the middle of nowhere. But when they first span uh, pan onto uh, oh Stallone, Stallone, yeah. right? Because the the hot tub scene comes up once he's time kind of to the top of the yeah once he the gets up side. there. But the dude is hanging off this cliff, dude. I mean, it's not it's it's not a cliff. It's an overhang, right? Yeah. It's a cliffhanger, <laughs> and uh, he is just one arming this crap, right? <laughs> well, he did it for one take, right? Um, then his stunt double had to do the rest. But then okay. he, he did climb up the face of that thing, but 
when you're talking about them being on the edge of that thing and then they have to traverse it on the cable, they really did all that stuff. That stuff was perilous drop to their doom. And right. to to let everybody know it was safe, Rennie Harlan, I guess, was the first one across. Right. So you, I, at the end of the day, I got to give these people some like serious props. Right. And you can't you can't help even if there are a lot of issues in this film, you can't you can't uh, ignore the fact that uh, they did some big stuff oh, on this. Something that'll never be done again, I'm sure. Right. I don't think they'll ever go to this length ever again. Um, uh, they may. They you even know? said as much in the making of documentary I watched. They're like, this is probably the last time this is ever going to be done. So, which is kind of exciting because we still get to watch it all the time. Evidently, you haven't seen Vertical Limit. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Cliffhanger Light. It's the Michelob Ultra <coughs> of Cliffhanger movies. So, this is the iconic scene of the movie, right? Um, they're traversing across the gap on the cable. Rooker goes across. He makes it just fine. Then... Uh, Old girlfriend tries to get across, and her clip breaks. Stallone rushes out there to help her. He's got her by the hand, but she won't climb up. It's her fault. This is a whole, you know, Jack and Rose on the door situation. She should have just climbed up him. Jack should have just told her to make room, right? Absolutely. But Mythbusters proved that it couldn't have been done. Sure. And uh, she just falls to her death, which is, you know, pretty horrifying. Because, like, when you're looking down. Don't drop her. Don't you drop her. Oh, yeah. Don't you drop her, Gabe. Don't drop her, Gabe. I'm just like, oh. Which for Stallone <laughs> fans was uh, Kurt Russell's name in Tango and Cash. So. Nice. Full circle. Um, Full she circle. falls to her death, but. You won't say what kind. First, first her teddy bear dies, which is just as sad. And I yeah. think that's, they did that in Ace Ventura. Who a freaking teddy bear on a rock climbing thing? I don't know. Right. Anyway. Uh, according to the documentary, Reddy Harlan bought it at a local place there in Italy, and he wanted her to drop it because it would show how horrifying that drop actually is. And they really dropped that thing down that mountain, right? And it was pretty they damn horrifying. Actually, they actually had to get like they actually dropped the actress too. No. This was the last film. <laughs> yeah, rest in Michelle, peace. Yeah, Michelle Joyner. Yeah, um, actually, they call that uh, Joyner Pass. Uh, do they? No, I'm lying. Um, face off. I thought they called that Eastwood Ravine, but anyway. Michelle, Michelle Joyner's parents. If you're listening, she's she's. I'm sure she's fine. What if she did die? That'd be so messed up. I already checked the date. She's still alive. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> or you know, it's a Paul is dead thing, and they got a a replacement to come in. Oh, how rude is that? <laughs> so, anyways, she dies. Rooker's pissed. Sloan runs away like a girl. Right, the um, only one that does. Right, the the. Which over emotionalizes his character, but he's a strong. But or sit. it grounds him in humanity. He's, he, he's a strong, but sensitive guy. You know, he's sensitive in this movie. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, is Jess's wife? Yes, Je- they are married. <laughs> Show I me think... one time where it says it. Um. She's wearing a wedding so, ring, but she I could think, be married to Frank. I th- I could have. <laughs> that's just a weird thing going on, man. It's the um, Rocky Mountains, bro. We can do whatever we want up here. Right. No, I think uh, please advise your husband to uh, in the very beginning. Does when he say husband? I think he does. Okay. I'm pretty sure. You keep talking. I'm going to investigate. 
Alright, so, um, Stallone's all sad, wah, wah, wah. Then we get some cuts to the Treasury Department, you're like, what's this about? And then we get a cut, a hard cut, to some stoner hippie dudes. We're gonna go <laughs> jump off the tower, Gabe! It's yeah, gonna be cool, yeah. dude! Yeah. Um, Stallone also has this sweet vintage Land Rover, which has to be noted for some reason. I wrote that down, I don't know why. And right. he goes, uh... He goes back to his old lady's house, and they have a very cold relationship. So, his uh-huh. lady troubles uh, only exist, though, because he's a big old pussball. And he Got ran away. performance issues in the sticking around apartment. And, like, what's a guy? He's like a rescue dude for the Rocky Mountains. And she's it's like, Rocky you, Mountain Rescue. What Rocky have you been Mountain doing? Rescue. And he's like, oh, I was doing some work in Denver. I took a job in Denver. What's he saving, doing in Denver? Like he's a Rocky Mountain trees. rock climber. If he's not climbing rocks, what's he doing? It never explained. Right. Uh, you know, as Norm Macdonald would say, maybe he was uh, jerking off homeless guys under an overpass for fifteen dollars a man. Okay, <laughs> that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got to make money somehow in Denver. Denver, yeah. Um. And then the plot thickens, right? We get the most dangerous and expensive stunt ever performed on film when the dude traverses across uh, from plane to plane. At least at the time, it was the most expensive and most dangerous. Um, But it's a pretty cool scene. You get McScreamy McMustache. Dude's been in a ton of movies. I'm not going to... I'm not even going to dignify his name in this movie because all he does is yell. Right. I think he was getting paid per yell. Because Rex the, Lynn. the dude Rex will not Lynn. shut up. Quailin! Oh, you guys suck, Quailin! <laughs> Just won't shut up. Right. So, uh Which which is what which is really weird. Like like I noted the fact like when he's at the very beginning like be, be, well, hold on. Where did you take off with him in this film? What do you mean? Where are you at with him right now? Oh, he's just school? on the plane. And right. he, he's about Before to traverse, plane, and right. he's doing nothing but yelling. When he's at the Treasury Department, he's, like, super nice. He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, this is, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, more people than mirror. Yeah, yeah. Then he's, like, instant dick. Right. Like, like how did he keep that wrapped up for, what's he say, like, 27 years? Right. Bipolar, dude. Yeah. How did he make it 27 years in the Treasury Department without screaming at the secretary or, like, the guy delivering his lunch? I didn't want a paper bag, you freaking prick. I thought that, too. (laughs) Like, the dude's, like, got the shortest fuse on Earth. Right. Oh, man. He must have been, like, a short kid growing up. He honestly reminds me of, like, a foil for Bug Bunny. (laughs) Right? Like... (laughs) Bug Bunny, after every time that dude yelled, but I could just picture Bug Bunny going, Yeah, ain't I a stinker? <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> right. Dude's insane. Uh, so anyways, he traverses across, gets to the plane, he's like, Where's the money? Oh no, that's Lithgow, he's got a weird accent in this movie. Where's the money? Yeah, it's not like English, but it's not American either. It's like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, I'm just gonna call it whiners. Okay. Where's the money? He's very fancy. Um, and they dropped the money because he was probably right in not sending the money first and then trying to jump second because he would not have made it, <laughs> I don't think. Right. Uh, and that's no. only based on what we see with Lithgow the rest of the movie. He is, I don't know, the coldest, hardestest villain in film history. 
I don't know. He's up there. He makes a good villain, though. Anytime you see him, you're like, yeah, he's a, he was a really good villain in Dexter. Yeah. I think him and Hannibal Lecter would have been buddies. Eric Quaylen and Hannibal Lecter, they would have been friends. Right. right. Don't drink all the Chianti, Hannibal. Something like that, right? Yes. <laughs> no, maybe. Um, and while we're doing that, after the plane crash, we get to know that Frank is a horrible painter. Old man Frank painting a banana, getting eaten, or a monkey that eating wasn't a banana. banana. That wasn't a banana. It was something, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> right. Um, then they're back on the plane, and one of the guys was shot, right? And Lithgow throws him out the door. He's we better like, get him to hospital quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> Ten points for Johnny. <laughs> There's your action movie pun. More to come. <laughs> oh, man. Then we get to a cut with the stoner's base jumping after the plane crash. Yeah. And it shows you that they know how to base jump. Right. Well, that's what they're going up there for, man. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, after the crash, the bad guys fake it. They fake a, they're, they're lost hikers. and We need insulin. We need insulin for Billy. Oh! Would, would you insulin? Would you have thought of that? Yeah. Lithgow's just full of piss and vinegar in this movie, man. Tell you what, man. Yeah, he's cold, dude. He's cold in this. Which is suiting because they're in uh, a snowy place. Anyways, Jesse talks Sly into going after Rooker, and she's like, if you go up the North Face, you can beat him. And when Rooker's climbing up the North Face. Why didn't Rooker take the North Face? That, you know, that's a question. Right. Maybe he's not a good a good enough climber. Because We're there is a... a guy. Uh, We're sending the B guy after you. Well, that's all but they got. Little, Stallone quit. He's... He's slow, so we're going to send him down the slow path. Right. <laughs> Later in the movie, uh, there's a thing where Mustache Man's like, oh, that's a winding path. Isn't there a faster way? And Rooker's <laughs> like, we could climb up the east face, but there's only 12 guys in the world that can do it. Right. And then you see Stallone doing it without a, a coat on. Right. He's just so boss. So right. it just shows you Stallone <laughs> is the this. rock jock. Did you ever notice in this movie when they take like ten steps or like three miles away from where they were? Maybe, but I gotta right. tell you this: according to the making of, Stallone climbed that a face of a mountain. Maybe not that entire face like they show in the movie, but he climbed a huge chunk of mountain in just his t-shirt and pants, and it was negative nineteen degrees out. Right. Well, and that's one of the things. Like, I'm gonna pause this here because I mean, while this movie does really, really well, and don't get me wrong. You do what you can with the terrain that you're given when you're shooting a movie, I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, When you can't build your sets, you kind of have to work around what you can physically do, um, what is safe to do. But it's like in, even in the very beginning of the movie where he's hanging off that cliff, right? Right. And then they, and then they pan out to show Rooker and um, and Joyner, uh, yeah, Joyner on top of that dead girl on top of that there's no cliff there's none there's nowhere where he could have hung on that tower well like maybe that. he was that much farther down you never know no 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 i'm right <laughs> <laughs> i know <laughs> the it, alps it, joe they do it in a lot of different areas but once well, again know. well i mean jurassic park you did it way back when when like they're on the those trucks were on the you know the path and they just needed something more um, dramatic, so they just made it 
magically they made it it was a like a cliff uh where where the t-rex pushes over the explorers yeah and i know they have to do that but this movie does it a lot like a ton so Uh, well you know that's they okay. were they were in negative ninety degrees at some points, so I, I'm not. I have noticed that before now, so most people wouldn't. But I watched it very intently this time, so because I knew it. Like I was, I was, I watched this movie so many times growing up, dude. I kid you not. I'm like, oh sure. I was like verbatim. I was like quoting this movie. <laughs> Rachel, Rachel at one second, she's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I know this. this is a good line." <laughs> were you How quoting you... the speech by the token black guy, Leon? Yeah. <laughs> it's a sad day and age. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I'm like, I totally forgot about it when it came by, but I was like, oh, I, I remembered it out loud, but uh, I remembered it word for word. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, so um, Sloane and Rooker meet up on the top of the mountain. They have a little girl fight, and then they're off to save the wizard. Right. Right. Uh, they go find the people. They get guns pointed at them. They're like, okay, take us to our money. So they take him to the money, and then Mustache Guy's yelling a lot. I'm the only one with the combination, Quailin. Just yelling. That was pretty good, actually. Yeah. yeah 50,000 key code I combinations. That, I bet you that guy's from Texas, man. Maybe. I'm going to look at it. because I think he's... he comes from the land where you wipe back to front, and he's just upset because he's always got a mess to clean up. From back to front. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Ugh. you he's from Texas, dude. Maybe. Oh, he sounds like he's got that. You keep doing it. I'm going to find out. Up, oh, Spearman, Texas. There we go. <laughs> he's got that voice. Quailin! You nailed it. <laughs> so uh, they take him to the first case, but Stallone decides he's not going to play ball and he's just going to sacrifice Rooker, basically. And then a uh, long hair, blood face man starts shooting at Stallone after he climbed up the face of that mountain and he has the case and he, he throws it off the side of the mountain and uh yeah. Bloodface man causes an avalanche, which kills him. So he committed suicide of sorts and they all think Stallone's dead. But these people can pull off a $100 million hijack. <laughs> I'm going to shoot the grenade launcher at this avalanche. Yeah, where was Quailin, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. Right. It's like, I have assembled the finest team of. Oh, no, never no. mind. No, <laughs> These guys are idiots. Yeah, it's like MacGruber, right? <laughs> Doug. Doug, bud, you okay? Someone go nine one one. Yeah, it's pretty much like that. Um, so that dude's dead. So you still have British kicky face man. You've got token black man. You've got evil uh, Betty Crocker and Quaylen. Betty Crocker. And then uh, Rooker. So they go after the second case. Sly makes his way to the old shack that keeps its old supplies there, including a cool sweater. And uh, he finds his cool sweater, and he finds his wife? Girlfriend? Lady friend? Wife? They they have different last names in the movie. So, Well, she just could have been a feminist. You never know. Sly and Jesse make it together. Make up. Make nice they're going at it together and then they make it to case two before the bad guys um uh stallone makes a snowman out of it right yes he does and he he writes with the the fattest leaded pencil in 
the history you of... Got a, right, you got a pencil, <laughs> right. I got a magic marker? <laughs> it's like a super thick marker. You want to trade? And then uh, we get a cool line from Lithgow. He goes, I'm beginning to dislike Mr. Walker. So that's pretty good. And this is where... Oh, no, there's another guy, too. Because this is the dude Stallone kills with gravity. What? Yeah. There's there's British dude, evil Betty Crocker, uh, mustache man, uh, token black guy, and then there's another guy. Because oh, Stallone yeah. takes him for a ride down the snow hill, remember? Right, and like grade cheese, cheese grades his face in yep. the snow. He uses him as a toboggan and then gets his ice axe and somehow doesn't dislocate every bone in his body when he stops right. 60 to 0. Right. And he holds on, flings across the edge. Yeah, that's not great. Dude's gonna have some serious like like arthritis or like bursitis when he gets older. <laughs> uh, so Sloane lives, Jesse lives, and they go and they're making a fire out of money, and he gets to say, "You cross a fortune, to, to, to hit this place." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! So then uh, the race to the third and final case begins. Stallone and Jesse are going through Bat Guano Town, and uh, this right. is where you get um, the circuitous route remark. Right, by Leon. Yeah. And they set up this whole thing while they're in the poop hole. Um, Sly comes out like Bugs Bunny. He comes out of the snow after he climbs up that slick mountain. Yeah, it's not Albuquerque, right? Mm. And... Uh, he pops out like Bugs Bunny. Black Elmer Fudd kicks him in the face and shoots at him, right? <laughs> and he falls like 100 feet, but he's fine. Right. And then we get like a, a horrible fight because at least they stayed real to this. Stallone's a Rocky Mountain rescue dude. He's not a, he's not a Marine. He's right. not a police officer, so he doesn't know how to fight. So he gets beat up. Maybe that's what he was doing in Denver. Maybe. Maybe he's get, taking some... You know, some Tybo classes with Billy Banks. Maybe he's or... a weekend warrior. Maybe he's in the National Guard too, yo. No, because he gets beat up by this dude pretty bad. Yeah, he and does. he goes, sissy. What's that? You hit like a sissy. And then he gets beat up some more and kicked right. in the face a lot. And then yeah. he grabs the dude by the balls and shoves him through a stalactite. So, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I can't fight, but I can lift heavy things. <laughs> 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 Which nothing like a weak mind and a strong back. <laughs> <laughs> Which to kill somebody that way takes a constitution that would not exist in someone who doesn't murder people all the time. Like you would have right. never thought. You know what? I've never done. I've never murdered the... someone with a rock formation. Right. You know that guy's gone. Spur, uh, what is it? Uh, Spurkong. What is this called? spelunking and he's like I could kill somebody with that thing I could kill somebody with that thing yeah, and then he's like not, he's not Jason magically, magically he's like oh my gosh I have all my spelunking I thought about killing somebody on one of these things I could do it yeah nope I'm calling foul on this one but it it makes a good movie moment because we get black dude's speech Leon is his name Leon yes sir yeah. and then he meets you know he talks too much so he dies um, yeah, then we get an awesome line by Lithgow while they're up there making the bomb. And this is why I call her Evil Betty Crocker, because she's making the bomb, and Lithgow goes, you'd make someone a good wife one day, and she's like, you should see me bake a cake. Right. Peace! Which I don't get their relationship either. Are they lovers? They're friends with benefits? I don't even think they're friends, and we'll get to that in a second. Um... 
so he goes back to the uh, helicopter and he yells at Tucker some more and he wants to kill Tucker, but Tucker's like, you still need me, and blah, 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 blah. 55 gold variations change every 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah he's a douchebag. Check out my mustache, I'm yelling! He's um, pretty proud of that little... But then goat. Lithgow gets the sweet line. You want to kill me, don't you, Tucker? Well, get in line. Yeah, take a number and get in line. Yeah. Like, okay, you just wanted to say that line. That's why you, the only reason you came over here, you sociopath. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. Then Sly and uh, Homegirl are out on a cliff face, and she's about to fall, just like at the beginning of the movie, but she's not a stupid face, and she climbs up Stallone and saves her own life so that Sly does not have to relive his worst nightmare. And then they do the running across the cliff face thing, and their rope's about to break, and they make it just in time to dodge a giant explosion and an avalanche, right? Right. And this this is what leads me to believe, like, Lithgow, he must have went to Bond villain training school because he couldn't have just <laughs> sat there and waited for him still. to peek his little head up over the edge of the mountain. He just sat there, I'll kill him with a five-minute timed bomb. Right. You know, like, how arbitrary. And they didn't leave. It's not like they set the bomb and left. They were just sitting on the other side of that, you know, just dinking around. The dinner and the show. The dinner and the show. Um, this is where we get the trailer moment from the movie, too, because they start. Oh, no, sorry. I'm not there yet. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, this is where Frank lands. Frank comes out to go to oh, evil good Betty old Crocker. Frank. You know, poor guy. He doesn't yeah. have a brain in his body. But holy crap. He doesn't have any blood left in his body either because English soccer dude shoots him like a million times. With a slow machine gun too. And evil Brady Crocker is in line of fire. Did you ever notice like MP5s were like the 90s weapons of choice, right? Yeah, you know, it was Carl Carl Weathers' weapon in Predator too. I noticed that. I know. They were everywhere in the 90s, dude. People Uh, love their 9mm rounds. Tell you what. Yeah, they're pretty, that Parabellum, it's pretty popular. There you go. It's got a lot of penetrating power, just like John Lithgow. Um, so Frank gets killed to death, <laughs> and then he lays down, and he used all his artistic ability to make a blood angel in the snow. So yeah. one last work of art. And this is where we get the trailer moment, because Sly starts to run across the bridge, and he's like, oh, Jesse, run back, it's a bomb! And he runs back, and he does the dive, right? Yeah, and that's the that's the moment I remember from the from the trailer. He's like, "I'm stealing third. <laughs> Ty goes to runner. Ty- <laughs> Sly goes to the runner. <laughs> nice. So then Lithgow's still angry with Mustache Face, and they won't shut up yelling at each other. And he's like, "Well, I'll ensure that you need me as much as I need you, and I'll shoot my girlfriend in the back." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, "Sacrifice!" And shoots her. That, yeah, that's pretty much right? verbatim, right? And she's like, what are you doing? It's like, if you got to ask, you shouldn't. Right. You know this <laughs> guy's unstable, right? You've been watching this movie this whole time like I have. <laughs> right. Well, I'm surprised she lasts that long. Yeah, well. You yeah. served your purpose. I don't need a penis warmer anymore. Bang, bang. <laughs> so now that he's the only pilot, Quaylen, Lithgow... Which, um, who knew, man? Well, I mean, he's not that crazy. <laughs> uh, then he's just like, I'm going to stay in the chopper while you get me my money. So he sends British Man and Mustache Face, who are the final two, right? 
yeah, I don't trust you. I don't like you, but I'm going to let you go out on a limb here and just take off. Yeah. See you later. I won't leave you. You won't leave me. Bring me my money. I'm going to take my scarf out. It's not freezing enough. Because. So, yeah. Stallone, however, makes it to the money first, and he ties the tracker to a little bitty bunny wabbit. And the bunny wabbit's running around and it's driving Mustache Man crazy until he sees it, and then he shoots it to death. Which, in the original cut of the movie, he killed the rabbit. Right. But test yep. audiences found it like so gross that they're like, oh, you killed that rabbit? That Stallone actually paid like $150,000 to have that scene reshot where the, the bunny right. lives. Which is actually kind of funny because it lends to that idiot's character where he can't even kill a bunny. He's like, I'm right. yelling some more! Dang you, right. Walker! Right? Right. Uh, meanwhile, Rooker and old uh, soccer boy British man are fighting with each other. Right, Striker. And, uh, I call him Striker. Right. Old Striker. Yeah. Rooker's pretty much getting kicked to a pulp. Right. Um, but he kills the dude at the last second um, with a shotgun, and he basically flushes that turd down the side of the mountain. Right. What does he say? Um, uh, the mustache dude goes, him. oh, Rooker? Quietly. Yeah, Rooker, as he shoots him, he's like, season's over. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he's a soccer player. Season's over, hey, hold. Yeah, boom. Oh, I said quietly. Yeah. Well, right, do, do your Texas. Do it. Mustache man's like, uh, he told him to go kill Rooker quietly, and as, as you hear the shotgun blast and the body plummeting, off the side of the mountain, you can see in the background, Mustache Man goes, Man, I said do it quietly. Which, which like, that thing's like three miles away, dude. It's like, well, that sound fight, would, oh, sound it was Not to mention, it was all the way on top of that stinking cliff. And then, in the time that dude took his butt kicking, right? Mm-hmm. And got the crap kicked out of him. That guy went all the way down, got all the way across there to the west side of it, and he's, like, looking over. I'm like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he's got, like, the flash, dude. Well, I'm going to get to that because if this were a race, in what world would Mustache Man ever be able to catch Stallone after Stallone had a head start? Right. That's the other thing. Like, they're traversing all this mountain, like, when, they, when right before he uses uh, cheese grater face, right? Right. And they're like, go find him. <laughs> um, you have no clue where you're going. You're <laughs> right. going to find a Rocky Mountain Ranger. Okay. Right. Well, it's like the movies on rails. Most movies are like this. A 360-degree environment doesn't exactly exist. There's only one way to go. Right. But anyways, uh, Baldy Mustache Man um, finds Stallone pretty easily and shoots at him with his machine gun. And then Stallone defies all physics and probability by jumping off of a cliff. And why this stunt looks so weird is because he originally jumped from, like, cliff to cliff. Mm-hmm. But, but which is something I guess they actually did. Someone did it. And the test audiences didn't believe it was possible. So that's where they cut his jump off the cliff with the tumbling down the mountain. Oh, okay. They didn't believe he could do something he actually did. But when he did something you wouldn't be able to survive, they bought that. Wow. Way to go test audiences. And while he's tumbling down the cliff, cutting his stomach open, um, Jesse right, runs right into Lithgow's arms, which is not a good move. Right. And then she stands there. Yeah. Okay. 
Right. I'm going to put my hands up. Oh, you caught me. I've been running this whole time, but you caught me. <laughs> so I'd give up. Right. Well, he could shoot through the glass of the helicopter and hit her. He's good. Yeah, huh? And where did he land that thing? <laughs> I don't know. He went close to that cliff. Okay, I'm going to go land it 400 yards over there. You stay put with your hands <laughs> up, though. Right. We're, we're on the honor system here, right? I'm a Everybody? crack shot. Believe me. I can get you from anywhere. Right. We're on the honor system. That was good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <Poor> uh, <laughs> Stallone's been hiding underneath a little bridge, and his bald mustache man walks across the bridge. Stallone grabs his little leggies, and uh, they go tumbling into the ice. At least Stallone does. He does. Stallone does, right. Which is legit. Oh, He's literally I, in, fro- right. in a frozen lake. How this guy hasn't had hypothermia up to this point is beyond me. It's because he's so ripped. Yeah, I've been working out. It's all my HGH. There you go. <laughs> and so we get him under the ice, which was legit. He was literally freezing his balls off underneath the ice um, for this movie. Unbelievable. Were there, di- were there divers under there giving him oxygen or something? Or? No, and he freaked out because he couldn't find his way out because it was salt water. Right. Um, and they had to, like, break the ice to save his life. I think there might have been divers or something. I don't know, but. I guess it was legit scary for him. Anyways, he shoots him through the ice with his little bolt gun thing, which is really dumb. Um, That thing, you know, whatever. But bald man dies. A horrible, horrible death. Probably Bloody, dude. Super bloody. That's what I love about this movie. It doesn't spare on the blood packs. Right. So then we get Lithgow. He's playing the whole hostage card, and Stallone and Rooker are like, team up. So... Lithgow at this point doesn't stand a chance. Right. Taka and Waka. Waka and Taka. Meet so. me by the ladder that I climbed up earlier because we already set up this this scene and we know that there's a hook on the helicopter and I'll just hook it to the ladder and then it'll cause the thing to fall down and we'll all be okay. So that's his plan. <laughs> and that's what he does. Um, Lithgow crashes the helicopter and Stallone falls basically right into his lap. And they have a girl fight because Stallone isn't even butch enough to beat up Lithgow in this movie. Right. Ugh. And then he has the dumbest of all his movies, the dumbest line uh, where he kicks Lithgow in the face and Lithgow doesn't fall off the side of the helicopter. He falls into the helicopter. Right. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle. <laughs> At all times! I mean, there's these little gaps. It's like, what are you waiting for? <laughs> do it again. No, no, nah, nah, you can just listen back later. No, nah, do it again. At all times! That's what he does. Watch the movie, people. Yes. No, I he did. Uh, I I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, just get it over with. But it was pretty funny. So pretty the helicopter falls, and uh, Quaylen dies to death, which is he gets his just reward there. Here's what happens when you die. Yeah, that make a good title: cliffhanger, dying to death, dying to death on the mountain of dying death, die. <laughs> so it's the end of the movie now. The bad guys have been beaten. The good guys are going to come save the life. Uh, and of course, save, the save the people. Only shows up right. always too late. Just, you know. Did you leave anything for us? Bodies. It's just another one of those scenarios. Right. Um. Uh. Then Rooker and Sly are best friends again. That he doesn't care anymore that he uh, let his girlfriend die, 
And Jesse just she wants some more of that Italian sausage, so she's in. It just goes to show you in the grand scheme of things, sometimes there's worse things than losing your love of your life. You know? Sure. If you're looking for quail and he's won four hundred thousand feet <laughs> out wearing a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually better than my keep your arms and legs in a vehicle all times joke. You know, I'm I'm pretty sure like four thousand like four thousand that cable is like probably what, maybe fifty feet, hundred feet long at sure. the most. After that, it probably ripped the ladder off maybe maybe another fifty feet. You know, maybe 150 feet the helicopter was hanging, but 4,000 feet down, that's pretty darn close to three. That's over three quarters of a mile almost. No, and, the ladder ripped off, bud. Right. No, that's what I'm saying, though. Is like, but that the helicopter fall, I mean, it fell for like two seconds and then it. Oh, uh, well, that, you know, the time just doesn't matter in this movie. We know that. Well, I'm just saying. That's just one of the inconsistencies. <laughs> I'm just saying. You mean awesomenesses? Yeah. Well, made the gray movie a good movie. Oscar-nominated so, movie. <laughs> Happy ending. This had three Oscar nominations, dude. Did it really? No. no. <laughs> you would have been like... I would get production been... design, maybe a nod. I mean, for crying out loud. I don't know if it has any. I'll Once again, I will do the research. So anyways, uh, movie's over. It's a happy ending. Everybody's good. Um, and I got to say... Props to everybody who made this movie, especially Stallone. He did almost all of his own stunts at real and dangerous heights. I mean, the dude is afraid of heights and still all did right. it. Right. So, um, so, yeah, it was nominated for three Oscars, by the way. Oh, there you go. Production design that's, being one of them? That's crazy, man. What was it nominated for? That. Tell me. All right. It was nominated for Best Sound, Best Effects, um, Sound Effects Editing, and Best Effects and Visual Effects. Oh, okay. It won the ASCAP Film and Television Music Award. There you go. Yeah, for top box office film. Well, weird. Awesome. The ASCAP must be like a foreign thing. Maybe ASCAP. No, it's it's not. Anyways, that's where we're standing, buddy. Movie's over, and I've been doing a lot of talking, so it's your turn. What would you rate this movie? All right, so this movie, once again, I'm going to do the two-rating system because uh, and I'm going to compare this to Cobra. Um, Why? I'm teasing. I just <laughs> saw the picture. <laughs> um, all right, so... Um, I could compare overall, a dump I took the other day to Cobra, but that's about it. <laughs> it was like, it was weird. It was all cold up. It was crazy. Watch um, Cobra again. All Stallone does in that movie is tell people to eat healthy. It's weird. And then he kills them. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't have been eating pizza. You could have ran away from me. <laughs> and shoots him. Uh, all right. So, anyways, back to my uh, <laughs> rating. So, all right, my rating. Um, in the in the annals of movie history, um, mm-hmm. I give this a four point five. Okay. Um, and three points is just strictly for the filming location and what some of the breathtaking scenes that you get. So I'm teasing. No, it's pretty good. Muy interesante, um, so, senor. Um, I give it personally about a 6.5. Okay. So, yeah. Interesting. What about you, Joe? Well, I'm going to defy convention here, bud, because I watched these behind-the-scenes stuff, so I know what it took to make this movie. Um, I know 
technically how difficult it was, and I can see that what they came out with was a decent product, I am going to weigh all that in there. Um, it's a movie that will never be made again. They will never, ever do this again. Don't uh, say never, ever. Never, Don't ever say. do this again. Just think about... Unsinkable ship sink, Joe. Just think about 24 years ago. They didn't have all the liabilities that they would have had. Stallone paid for like millions of dollars worth of this production out of his pocket. You're never going to... You're never going to see this again, man. So I'm going to give this movie a 7 out of 10. Whoa, man. It has merit. Even if it's not the best movie, it's a Rennie Harlan, so obviously it's not the best movie. It has merit, dude, and it is worth watching. So there, 7 out of 10. Wow. I surprised you, didn't I? Yeah. But I got my reasons. That's really good. Yeah, no, that's good reasons. I didn't look at all the uh, commentaries, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do all that research. After I saw that girl fall, and I realized that there's only like a second of it that's green screen, I needed to know. Right. And there's a there's a chunk where she's falling off that cable where it's legit someone falling, and then it makes a cut, and then when it cuts back, it's a dummy. Right. So that's the scene I really wanted to know about, but they never went into detail about it. So. Uh, but I did learn a lot about the rest of the movie, and I was impressed. So that's where we're standing, bud. Seven out of ten. You give it a four. No, and in in overall things, like I said, I didn't do the the research that you did, so I give it four and a half. But my personal rating was a six point five. Okay, so we're kind of on the same page here. Yeah, I'm not a divided person like you. Would you say this is a good movie? It's absolutely a good movie. Was it Where else good? can you see mountains and falling in water and mustache men yelling and a dude getting impaled by a stalactite? Where? Golden eye. Uh, no. Can't no see any of that stuff. You just see a guy going, I'm invincible! That's all you see in Golden Eye. Oh, okay. Hmm. And a young no, man looking about, it's trying good. to sex James Bond to death. That's all you That's get in Golden Eye. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, that was Cliffhanger, man. It was. We'd like it. to know. Yeah, we'd like to know if anybody else out there has seen it other than us. I'm pretty sure I didn't spend $255 million on it, so other people, i got to imagine, have seen it. If it's you, let us know your thoughts. Yep. Facebook.com slash Movie Dummies, at Movie Dummies on Twitter, and Movie Dummies at gmail.com. Shoot us some, yeah. uh, connect with us somehow. We are willing to talk. And as we're becoming more active on social media, we hope that people will begin to interact with us a little bit. That'd be fun. Turn up. Yeah, it would be interactive, a little fun, and maybe even get uh, some point in time, maybe we'll have a guest on the show. I think very soon we're going to have a guest, but we'll talk about that well, off air. Are, people don't need to know how the sausage is made. That's just, why would you use that? I don't know. I had Italian sausage stuck in my head earlier from my Stallone joke. Nice. All right. Well, never know. <laughs> Yeah, hey, you got Italian sausage. Yeah. Well, while Joe's dreaming of Italian sausages, um, yeah. What are we doing next week? Next week, Joe, I'm glad you asked because I've given a lot of thought. And with that thought, I have no flipping clue. Well, so since you have no flipping idea, I'm just going to roll the IMDb dice here. So here we go. Uh, Where do you get those? I got I got 2010, right? Okay, oh. so let me roll them again. Okay. Uh, and I got uh, Topher Grace. Okay, 
Let's try this again. Uh, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I know what it is. It's Predators. Nice. All right. I, I believe your boy Walton Goggins is in there, isn't he? Yes, he is. Uh, Adrian Brody. Oh, yeah, Brody, who's supposed to be the tough guy in the movie. I remember this movie. Oh, uh, and he talks. And he talks like this through the whole thing. Yeah. Watch out for the school teacher. Spoiler alert. So that's what we're going to be talking about next week. We're going to talk about 2010's Miss, I don't know, unfortunate reboot of Predator. Yeah, and we get the, we get a we get a nice little cameo slice. Not really cameo but from Lawrence Fishburne, man. Let's back it up. It is not a reboot. This is actually a sequel because they talk about what happened before. Yes. Yes. One in Colombia. Of, yes, in Colombia. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this is off the same you know the same storyline. So. So cool. So that's what we're gonna do next week. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to get into the awfulness that was that movie. Or maybe it's good. I don't really remember. Well, I'm sure... Oh, excuse me. I'm sure you will not be afraid to tell us what you think. (laughs) You know me so well. I do. All right, Creep. Well, (laughs) that's it for this week, guys. Uh, Cliffhanger's great. Watch it. Uh, Watch Predators, and we will uh, see you back next week to talk about it. I think you should leave us with the PSA, like a public safety announcement. It's about keeping our hands and legs in the vehicle at all times. Oh, okay. So, (laughs) yeah. Um. (laughs) Until until next week. You got me all rattled. I'm like, what are you talking about? Go ahead. (laughs) Until next week. Uh, Yeah, I am Joe. (laughs) And I'm Adam. And uh, we are the Movie Dummies. We'll talk to you then. And Adam, what's our catchphrase now? Yay, Michael Bay. Yay, Michael Bay. And if Michael Bay were on a set, and let's say someone was, I don't know, riding around in a Transformer, (laughs) he might yell at them, you know, something like, Keep your arms! And legs! Is that a vehicle? At all? <laughs> Time! <laughs> That's awesome.